the Lord Himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Deuteronomy 31.8 Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for your unchanging patience, guidance, and promise to be with us always. In times of uncertainty, fear, or discouragement, help us to remember that you are walking beside us, going before us, and standing behind us. May we rest in the knowledge that we are never alone, and that no matter what we face, you are our steadfast companion. Grant us the courage to move forward in faith, confident in your love, and free from fear, knowing that you are with us through everything that happens. Help us to be bold, not because of our strength, but because of yours. Remind us daily of your faithfulness and your unwavering commitment to us. In the strong and comforting name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you for praying with me today. Stay tuned now for another episode of Stories of the Messiah with Rabbi Schneider. The cries of babies, growls of fathers, and laments of mothers filled the air, all in the name of Herod, sitting atop his throne of evil. The prophetic words of Jeremiah hung in the air. A voice was heard in Ramah, lamentation, weeping, and great mourning. Rachel, weeping for her children. She wouldn't be comforted, because they are no more. Herod's hideous acts mirrored Pharaoh's long ago when he chose to drown the Hebrew children in the Nile. Yet, out of that tragedy, a hero emerged, a child who was spared for the sake of rising to deliver those very people. If Herod had understood the story of Moses, he would have known that God would not suffer evil rulers long. After Anototh, the soldiers traveled to the town of Bethany. Flames engulfed any home that refused Herod's decree. The soldiers did quick work, searing their souls along with the houses. Finally, they set their sights on Bethlehem. They traveled across rolling hills, bent on finding the king of the Jews. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our final Christmas episode of the Stories of the Messiah podcast. I'm Rabbi Schneider from Discovering the Jewish Jesus. It has been a joy following Mary, Joseph, shepherds, and magi through the tale of the nativity with you. If you have gained anything from our time together, I pray it is a new appreciation of God's sovereign hand and the enduring love that tied all these events together. The nativity is often portrayed as polished, warm, and pristine. Oil paintings and Christmas figurines have led us to believe the nativity was an effortless and euphoric event. But we have learned that this story required perseverance, valor, and great faith. I pray that this story has inspired all of us to step forward with determination courage, and confidence in our own lives. Our final episode is a microcosm of the entire story. In the peaceful Christmas story, Mary and Joseph find themselves once again in a dramatic series of events filled with danger, 
obedience, prophecy, and divine guidance. This story is inspired by Matthew 2, 13 through 23. Herod made the decree and began to massacre children. They are searching for Jesus. Will Mary and Joseph be able to escape in time with the child? Let's dive into our final story and find out. Afterward, we'll conclude our series with some closing thoughts and encouragements. Run, Joseph. Flee now to Egypt. The voice thundered, its echoes resonating in Joseph's mind. He awoke in a panic, his heart pounding like a war drum. Sweat streamed down his face as he looked around the room. All was silent, save for the soft breathing of his wife and the child cradled in her arms. Was it a dream? He thought, a tremor of fear snaking through him. A faint red light was coming in through the window. Joseph got up from the bed and went to look. Joseph's eyes widened in horror as he saw the homes of his neighbors ablaze. The faint cries of children and their mothers reached his ears. Something was wrong, and whatever voice he had heard in his sleep was warning him to flee. This was his calling, his destiny, to protect Mary and the child at all costs. Mary, Joseph said with urgency. Mary, wake up! Mary jolted awake, still cradling Jesus in her arms. What's wrong? Joseph dressed himself and strapped a chisel and hammer securely to his belt. Something is wrong, Mary. I don't know what yet, but we need to flee to Egypt, now. I don't understand. Why Egypt? What's... All of a sudden, the ground shook. Mary stood up and looked out the window. Soldiers were banging on the door of their neighbors. They're looking for him, Mary said sternly. Gather the gifts those men gave us, along with a few supplies. I'll make sure Jesus is hidden under my garment. The two of them made quick work. Joseph's hands were trembling. His mind was a whirlwind of fear and determination. They climbed out the back window with Jesus and their belongings. Joseph secured the gifts the Magi had brought for Jesus to the donkey, then gently picked up his wife and the infant. Joseph would lay down his life to protect Mary, and Mary wouldn't let anyone touch the child. The city streets were a maze of shadows and danger, smoke billowing like a dark cloud, the screams growing louder and more agonizing. Herod's guards were everywhere, their eyes cold, their swords thirsty for innocent blood. Mary clung to Jesus, shielding him with her body. She was prepared to do whatever it took to protect him. Joseph led them through the streets, his eyes alert, his grip firmly on the chisel on his belt. They turned a corner, and the horror unfolded before them. A Roman guard, his face twisted with malice, ripped a child from his mother's arms and tossed him into a sack. The mother's screams was a dagger to their hearts. Her futile attack was met with the cruel bite of the guard's sword. Joseph's instincts took over. He changed course, leading them down a narrow alley, past the well, and towards the wilderness. Before they could clear the gates, two soldiers spotted Joseph. You, wait there! Joseph had to act quickly. He looked up at Mary with watering eyes. Head to the glen beside the river. I'll meet you there. He slapped the back of the donkey, and Mary fled towards the forest. Joseph ran towards the soldiers at full speed, then immediately turned left down the cobbled path. The soldiers took the bait and followed him. Mary rode with one hand secured to the reins and the other to Jesus. As she ran, she prayed prayers of desperation and deliverance. 
Joseph's lungs were burning from the chase. The soldiers were gaining on him, and he feared he couldn't outrun them. They chased him through a dead-ended alleyway. At the end of the alley was a burning home. Joseph stopped, looked back at the soldiers in hot pursuit, then lunged into the burning house. Mary finally reached the woods. Sweat beat down on her brow, and her lungs desperately gasped for air. She dismounted the donkey and held Jesus tightly. You're safe, little one, she whispered, stroking his nose. The woods were a momentary sanctuary, but Mary feared remaining for too long. Her mind would not be at ease until she knew Joseph was safe. Mary held Jesus close, listening for the sounds of footsteps. As she strained to listen, she heard screams in the distance. She leaned back on a sycamore tree and closed her eyes. Weighed down with sorrow and fatigue, Mary slid down with Jesus and sat. Her mind raced with thoughts about Joseph. She wondered if he had been captured, or worse. Sunrise would come soon, and Mary grappled with the reality that she may need to flee to Egypt alone. She may need to raise Jesus alone. The thought of doing it all alone made Mary's body quiver with grief, but she had to remain strong. She had to be willing to fight. An hour passed, and Mary watched the first light of dawn creep over the hills. Just as the rays crept through the leaves, Mary heard a stirring in the forest. She stood up and gripped Jesus, prepared to run or fight. Just as she was about to leave, she felt a hand on her shoulder. She jolted back in surprise, only to see Joseph's smiling face. Joseph's clothes had been burnt, and his face was covered in soot, but he was safe. Oh, Joseph, thank the Lord you're okay. Mary's entire body sobbed in his arms. Joseph did the same, allowing himself to weep on her shoulder. For a moment, both of them had thought it was all over, but the hope of God's plan was not quenched. The three of them embraced in the first morning light. Joseph washed his face by the stream, Mary fed Jesus, and the three embarked on their new journey to Egypt. Herod's cruelty knew no bounds. The streets ran red with blood, and the land wept for its lost children. But they were safe, hidden from the monster's wrath, shielded by their faith and love. They found refuge in Egypt, a land of strangers and mystery. They built a life, a home, and a sanctuary for the child destined to change the world. Herod eventually met his bitter end his reign a dark chapter in the history of Israel. Mary and Joseph returned to Nazareth, where Jesus grew, his stature and favor increasing, his destiny unfolding like a divine tapestry. In the quiet of their home, Mary and Joseph often reflected on those terrifying days, the memories of a shadow that lingered, a scar that never fully healed. One night, as they sat by the fire, Mary looked into Joseph's eyes, her gaze soft, her voice a gentle caress. Do you ever think about what we went through, Joseph? The fear, the pain, the loss? He took her hand, his voice tender, and his eyes filled with understanding. Every day, Mary. Every day I thank God for guiding us, for giving us the strength to endure. We were chosen for a reason, and we did what we had to do. Mary nodded, tears glistening in her eyes. We did. And I thank God every day for you, Joseph. 
for your courage, your love, your unwavering faith. He kissed her hand, his voice a whisper. And I thank God for you, Mary, for your strength, your grace, your boundless love. They sat silently, the fire's glow reflecting their love and faith. They had faced the darkness and emerged stronger, their love a beacon of hope, their son a promise of redemption. They knew their tale was just the beginning of a grander story, a story of love, truth, and justice. A story foretold in people like David, Moses, and Elijah. It was the story of hope and the hero the world had been waiting for since the Garden of Eden. God's story. The story of the Messiah. The very first verse of this passage immediately draws our attention to God's divine protection. An angel of the Lord appears to Joseph in a dream and warns him to flee to Egypt. God's intervention at that crucial moment ensured the safety of the Messiah. Here we see a beautiful image of God's providence guiding and protecting his people. We're reminded that human evil cannot thwart God's plans. And his love for us is so great that he watches over every detail of our lives. We can trust in God's sovereign protection in the face of danger, uncertainty, or fear. Joseph's obedience to the angel's command is both rapid and complete. He takes Mary and Jesus and leaves that very night. There's no delay, no questioning, no hesitation. Joseph's faith and trust in God lead him to immediate action. When Joseph first was betrothed to Mary, he likely had no inkling of the extraordinary path God had laid before him. But his willingness to obey, even when faced with the unimaginable, is a powerful lesson for us. Immediate obedience to God's calling, no matter how unexpected or challenging, is a mark of genuine faith. It means letting go of our plans and embracing God's will, even when we don't fully understand it. Mary had that obedience from the very beginning when the angel came to her. Even knowing there would be difficulty ahead, she obeyed with joy in her voice. God is always working out his plans. The account of this story in Matthew quotes Hosea 11.1, Out of Egypt I called my son, as being fulfilled in Jesus. This might initially seem puzzling since the original context refers to Israel's exodus from Egypt. But Matthew sees a profound connection between Israel and Jesus. Israel was a nation often called God's child. They were called out of Egypt to be a blessing to the world. Yet Israel often failed in its calling. Jesus is the true Son of God, perfectly fulfilling Israel's role. His journey out of Egypt symbolizes a new exodus, not just from physical slavery, but from the bondage of sin and death. This fulfillment of prophecy highlights the continuity of God's redemptive plan. It connects the story of Jesus with the history of Israel, underscoring the richness and complexity of God's work throughout the ages. If you want to hear more about Old Testament prophecy and how Jesus fulfills it, you can visit my website, discoveringthejewishjesus.com. The journey of Mary and Joseph from Bethlehem to Egypt and then to Nazareth was anything but smooth. It was a path filled with danger, uncertainty, displacement, and hardship. Yet it was precisely through this chaotic journey that God's redemptive plan and work was accomplished. Their story resonates with many of us who find ourselves in unexpected trials and turbulent times. It reminds us that God's plan often unfolds in ways we cannot predict or control. Yet even in the midst of chaos, 
God is at work, weaving a tapestry of redemption. God's grandeur, redemptive work, often comes through brokenness, trials, and disruptions. We can take comfort in knowing that our struggles are not in vain. They are part of God's purpose, shaping us and leading us towards his perfect will. The account of their flight to Egypt and return to Nazareth is a rich tapestry of divine guidance, human obedience, and prophetic fulfillment. It's a story that speaks to our hearts today, offering wisdom, encouragement, and hope. Like Joseph, we can trust God's sovereign care, knowing he guides and protects us in all circumstances. Like Mary, we can cling to Jesus, knowing everything will work together for good for those that love him. My final encouragement to all of us as we close season two, Stories of the Messiah, is this. The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Deuteronomy 31.8. May this promise be your assurance and joy, not just during the Christmas season, but all the days of your life. God is with you, guiding, protecting, and redeeming your story for his glory. You can find more life-giving podcasts by downloading the Pray.com app. If you're interested in my ministry and want to hear more teachings from me, you can visit my website, discoveringthejewishjesus.com. I'm Rabbi Schneider, and it has been an absolute joy going through the story of the nativity with you.